Hey guys, what's up and welcome back to another episode of Suki Talks Podcast with your host Joey Suki. Hope you guys are doing well. Um, I'm gonna keep it pretty short today. We're gonna dive deep into this conversation that I had with Eddie Tonic. He's been a guest on the show for a couple of times, but this is actually a recording of one of our live streams that we had last week. Um, we talked about several things actually. Um, the process that you go to as an artist, the creative aspect of it, the career aspect of it, and the mental aspect of it. I really love the conversation. I love Eddie as a person, and um, I just think it's a it's a nice but educating talk that valuable that's valuable to you. So uh, you know what? Let's dive into it. Enjoy this talk, guys. Joey Suki, what's up? Hey, how you doing, my friend? Oh, good, man. You? Yeah, I'm very well. Very well. Good to be back with you. And um, you mentioned it's the, the third time, but I think it's the second. Is it? I think yeah. On this on this show, it's the second. But we've done for my podcast, and uh, we've called several times. But I think for the Music Monday, it's the second time. Really, really. Well, I mean, we 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 are so close already that it feels like we've been on exactly. the for the third. <laughs> it feels like we've been together for years. Yeah, yes, one hundred percent. So, how have you been? Oh, good, man. It's. Um, yeah, it's been a good period, you know, like uh, summer has been really good. We had great weather in the Netherlands, so it kind of felt like having a holiday in your own uh, your own country. Yeah. Um, we've all stayed healthy in my my environment, like my family and friends, so that's uh, that's great as well. Yeah, same and, here. Yeah, and the, bus- <coughs> the business is doing really well as oh, well. Oh, that's good to hear. So, that's good uh, to hear. So norm- normally you would expect the business to go down, right? Yeah, well, so, yeah. In, in most cases, uh, especially when you talk about bars and restaurants and stuff right now, uh, the, that's a terrible place to be uh, an entrepreneur in. Yeah, yeah, 100%. And uh, I mean, um, we can't make a secret out of it, but I mean, like DJing is still a, a horrible thing and touring yeah. is not an option right now. So, and um, I feel that a lot of people are getting innovative in terms of doing different things in terms of tutorials and <laughs> sample packs and stuff like that. You know, ju- yeah. not, not directly from the beginning, but you, you see now they start to realize that long term it won't happen with DJing anymore. So the, the guys who are really producing themselves and have the skill to do everything they are just oh. hey here we go <laughs> i was i'm so afraid of this happening yeah you i, you were... I use this as like, you this this candle thing or is it this <laughs> super professional super professional yeah well okay, i mean I'll, I'll just hold it i'll just hold it but... no 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 it's, it's fine you can i mean i just got a little camera stand you know which yeah. which works very well and got one but it's on the it's at the office so uh right now now i'm at at home so okay i see i see yeah well i mean so so i've seen a couple of people doing those kind of things now yeah Yeah. and offering tutorials and stuff like that so uh i mean this is pretty obvious to do stuff like that right Mm -hmm. so um but now it's uh, yeah I've talked to several people in the last couple of, of weeks who mm. um, got got in touch with me and saying, hey, Eddie, I saw you doing this refund productions already quite a while. Um, and it, it, it's weird because I started this refund productions, um, I think, two weeks before the madness started. Yeah. You know, so is, I, is that I, called bad timing or is that called good timing? I think I was I was a visionary. <laughs> no, you, you I, saw this you saw this coming mild like you no, not really. But I mean, we we all saw it already uh, in in February with China yes. happening, and exactly. then. Uh, but I mean, I, I I I felt like doing this already for quite some time, but then I just got my shit together and said to myself, "Okay, Eddie, now's the time to." really change something and do what you always wanted to do you know yeah. and 
um, yeah, and yeah, built this company from from scratch. But I didn't know how, you know, because there were so many different roads to take and so many possibilities and thinking about. Well, the idea is there, but how can I put that really into action? You know, that was the that it's was kind the of exciting, right? Because you you literally start at the beginning again. Yeah, well, I mean, well, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Yeah, I started from the beginning exactly. Yeah, well, because you've you've kind of got used to the fact that um, you were operating in a world where where you have been active for like over ten years, probably. Over twenty, over twenty as an artist. Well, there you go. <laughs> uh, so, so getting started in a new um, new business, at least I always think that's exciting because it, it puts you in a different mindset. It 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 forces you to become creative again, while it's attractive to become lazy if everything goes well. Yeah. Um, so, to me, I always think it's it's nice to start something new because you challenge yourself. Yeah, and I mean, if I, I'm challenging, challenging my myself every morning again. Yeah. You know, not right, not this week because I'm on holiday. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I said to myself, um, in, in, because I've worked my ass off since since the beginning of March, like like full on seven days a week. Mm-hmm. So, but the good thing is, I'm not I'm not tired. I'm not oversaturated with things because I just learned how to keep the balance between mm-hmm. everything, between work, friends, sports, health, and all that kind of stuff. And I think um, that's one crucial thing, that you have to get the balance right between between all ingredients to yeah. be able to be doing this long-term without stopping. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, exactly. And I think that's one... Um, yeah, you see, there's uh, right there we are on the first... Interesting thing, <laughs> you know, getting well, the balance right, you know. It's something that um, it might come natural to you, um, but I noticed that a lot of other artists are really struggling with this, especially when you talk about the artists who are having a side job, uh, still are in school, uh, and at the same time want to pursue a career in music. So they have this full-time, maybe part-time thing going on. Yeah. But at the same time, they also want to pursue their career. And just as any other business, if you want to start a business, it, like you mentioned, the last seven months, you worked seven days a week. You worked yeah. your ass off. Yeah. That is the only way to build a business in, yeah, as an entrepreneur, but also as, as an artist, because it's going to take you a lot of energy and a lot of time. It does. It does. 100%. And I think it's just important to find that balance between the two things you do. So uh, prioritizing what's important right now, what what yeah. needs my attention right now, um, and that's that seems to be a pretty tough thing for uh, for people to do yeah. because they want to do it. They want to do it all. all yeah, yeah, of course, of course. I mean, I've been I've been in in these shoes uh, mm-hmm. when I was at university. I started DJing when I was when I was fourteen. Um, so, and, oh, sorry, I just have to get these cables right. <laughs> Otherwise, the same Doesn't thing matter. happens to me. Super you know? professionalized. Super, yeah, super professionalized. Yeah. That's how it is. So yeah. anyway, I, well, for me, I started, uh, with 14 and back then that was in 1992. I was four. Well, congratulations. I was four. I was 14. So anyway, yeah. as I, I started with that. Of course, I was still in school. Mm-hmm. And um, then I, I knew my parents always said, ah, this is just like, this is just a, a thing, a thing, you know, that will be, will be, uh, that's a phase that will be over in, in a couple of months, half a year, ah, the turntables will be lying around, you know, so yeah, and yeah. I still have my <clears throat> first turntable, so that's a thing that I'll never sell. Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, and then high school came i finished high school and then i said okay now i gotta decide what to do and uh, my parents were always like hey you have to learn something that is like uh for your future and that is safe and brings you money so you're always safe in your life and then i said yeah for god's sake what 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 am i going to do you know so i Mm. followed the footsteps of my my father which is dentist so and i studied dentistry at the same time um i kept on making music and develop my skills for 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 producing you know mm-hmm. and then I, I i remember that i did my exams 
in 2006 uh, in dentistry. And then um, right in the exams, which were like an absolute nightmare, it's like 16 um, tests you have to take uh, in a group of three. Um, and at, in the middle of it, and it goes for half a year, you know? Yeah. Um, no, three months, three months in a row. 16 tests in three months. And during that time, Love Sensation came out, you know, which was my, one of my biggest successes that I had, you know. So and that, like, directly uh, was full speed ahead with DJing and all that kind of stuff. So I was in the middle of a, yeah, struggle with myself. What am I going to do, you know? But yeah, it, sounds like, it sounds like you've got, like, the, the old school way of growing up. But yeah, least, yeah, yeah. That's exactly. the way how I see it because I, I've I've grown up in the same kind of age. You know, it, it's a tiny difference, but with the same mindset, I might say. Yeah. Um, and that's the big difference with these days because ever since the internet came around, um, there's so much opportunity. There's so much choices that it's not just picking a school. It's also like pursuing your dream and and building your hobby is an option. It's like a like a real option these days. You yeah. can make a living by making YouTube videos, a decent living. Yeah. You can make a living by making podcasts, a really decent living if you do yeah. it well. Yeah. And that has that is something that has changed over the years, as in you used to become a baker or you work in a factory, and that was kind of it, you know, like yeah. a simple job. And you went yeah. to the school who educated you for that certain job. But now... You can literally do anything. You can make money with everything as long as you're dedicated to it and yeah. put some work into it. That's a big difference, I feel, because I've had the same education as you had, the same path, but these days children are more open to discovering the other options. Oh, here we go. We were oh, we're going for a second. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> Professional yeah. last stream. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's, uh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. You are absolutely right. Well, I remember in 2006 when that last sensation thing came to life, mm -hmm. uh, I remember sending out CDs, of course, you know, but uh, we had internet back then, but it was 56K yeah, modem, you know, yeah. so we had to unplug the phone, yeah. put in that modem and go like, and then you were yeah. like happy when you could o open Google or something like that, you know, yeah. but you're exactly right. And also, but also, Back then, um, there hasn't been so much in terms of options, like you said. Mm -hmm. And also, this people didn't know about that mindset thing back then. You know? Not at all. No. Not at all. You know? no. So back then, they said, okay, I've learned the job and I'm doing this job. You know, mm -hmm. if I like it or if I don't, I have to bring in the money. You know? So, and yeah. now the options are. You have way more options nowadays, and also people start to dig deeper into thoughts, and you know what I mean. So hmm. be, becoming aware, becoming but that, aware. But that's also that's the result of living in a too luxury world, because yep. the you have a couple of first priorities in life, which is having food on the table, being safe, having a roof above your head. Those are kind of the things you you are focusing on first in life. Because without that, you can't focus on anything else, right? Yeah, that's absolutely right. So the result of living in a world which has become too great for us, we have all the food in the world that we want to. You want to eat sushi? Go and grab sushi. Want to yeah. eat uh, satay? Go and eat satay. There's the candel. You can eat that. Anything you want, and you can just order it and it will come by. So food, uh, having a roof above your head, feeling safe in most cases is not a problem anymore. So we now have the time to focus on other things. Other things yeah. like, hey, aside from all those super basic things, why am I feeling so unhappy? Or why am I feeling lonely in this world where I have a lot of friends? And those are things that they, back in the days, there, there was no room for, for thought about those topics because you needed to work your ass off to make a living and to pay for your rent and all the other stuff. Right now we live in a world where, well, there is an option to spend time thinking on those topics. Yes. And I, and I think right now is the best time because 
it looks like society is kind of collapsing on uh, things like um, burnouts, depressions, um, suicides, all those kind of things are going up and up and up. And I think that that's a big, big signal of the world. Like something's off here, you know, something's not going well. We live in the best time ever. And at the same time, everyone's unhappy. Yeah. How? Yeah. And that's interesting to me, especially if you have a look at the artist's world, at the music industry. Yeah. How is it possible that people with the best jobs in the world, you might say, uh, can feel so lonely or so depressed if they have all all you need in life, all the money yeah. you need, all the people admiring you, but still feel so lonely. That's yeah. super interesting to me. Yeah, I've been at that point. Yeah, me too. I've yeah. I've, I've been at the the point where I had like on the on the top of my success, which was in 2013, when I did all the stuff with Eric, rest in peace. Mm-hmm. Um, so um, all the stuff we've done together, and that made me like touring the globe like insanely, you know. But be- because I was just starting to focus on just success, 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 and touring, touring, money, 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 and all that stuff, you know, um, I lost, I lost focus on everything else, you know. I lost uh, the. I and what's lost- everything else to you? Like because you focus uh, on that- mm-hmm. relationship. Okay. Um, family, uh, social contacts, because you were touring and the rest of the time you were just uh, talking to your manager, to your booker, walking in the studio and just focusing on yourself. You get, I, I got such an egoistic person that I just like watching my way, which was just up and forward and more yeah. and more and more. Which makes sense. If you want to become successful, that kind of is a natural thing to do. If yeah. you think about those running horses, you know, what do they wear? They wear caps. Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, because sure. they don't see what's going on beside them because that's that's distractive. You know, yeah. you want to focus on your goal, which is the end line. Yeah. So it's it's a normal thing to do for someone who has such um such a big drive to become successful. Yeah. There's just one downside is that you forget about all the other things that are valuable to you. Yeah. And uh, I even, for, um, you know, for, for me, it was just like I could, at the stage where I started to feel unhappy, I wasn't, my body was feeling very unhappy as well, mm-hmm. you know? So I was really, I couldn't, when I went to bed, I couldn't fall asleep because my heart was racing. My thoughts were just running through my head and um, I didn't know what to do about it, you know? So I was just like, I was afraid. I was, uh, I got... Uh, yeah, anxiety. yeah, I got like anxiety, and uh, all of a sudden you feel lonely, and then um, it, it comes, it comes like a hammer, mm-hmm. you know. It's just you don't you don't realize it from the beginning, but you re- you will realize it in full swing at one certain point. Either yeah. way, your body breaks down or your mind breaks down because you can't keep running in full speed without yeah. balance. But you know what's what's weird to me now, yeah. now that I know how those things work. Yeah. Once your body starts to give you signs, like yeah. your heart racing or yeah. some people have stress in their like their neck here, you know, like yeah. until that bone that goes up. Um once you start to feel that your body's literally well contracting, you know, like literally from the stress, you're kind of like uh, contracting yeah, yeah. And, and, and you feel tired without doing anything. That's your body telling you something. That's your body giving you a sign like, hey, Signal. something's off, yeah. you know, something's yeah. going wrong. And what's weird to me is that why don't we know those things? I had yeah, to learn exactly. It, I had to learn it through the hard way and it sounds like you did as well. Hardcore, yeah. And that to me is weird. Like, why don't we know this just as we know that we have a heart and that we have blood and that we have muscles? Why don't we know those things that that once our body starts to contract or if you get anxiety or whatever, that's the sign of your body telling you that something's going wrong and you need to work on your inner self. Yeah, exactly. And that's that's what we know now, you know, but it's. Now that we know what we can do about it, which is it, it, most of the times it can be 
it, it's very simple, but it's hard to get out of that habit. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? So mm -hmm. it's like it's a it's a really hard fight to change your habits <laughs> that you learned over the last couple of years you know that you made your habits you know yeah. just like focusing on yourself getting up directly coffee work 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 tour 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 release music here blah 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 yeah. you know um you have it's you have to learn to unlearn the things that made you put you into that position you know what i mean yeah so yeah, exactly. and, uh, and that actually <clears throat> for, for Yeah, I mean, it's for us, it's like absolutely obvious. If you see, uh, I've seen friends of mine going through that struggle, not because of, of music, but in general, like feeling sad, depressed. Um, and and if, you, you, if you take a look on that in an objective kind of way, mm -hmm. you somehow know what needs to be done. Because you go and tell, man, it's just obvious. There's absolutely no balance in your life. You're just focusing on one thing and you're stressing yeah. your thing. You're taking your, home, um, you're taking your work home. You're thinking constantly, constantly talking about it and thinking about it. And that doesn't give your body the rest it needs. You know, sleeping bad, drinking, um, no sports, eating bad, that kind of stuff that is, mm. that is killing your body, you know, and yeah. your mind as well. You know, so yeah, it's it's super true. It's it's all it sounds so basic, and it sounds it is. so it, it sounds so it sounds so easy. Like, oh, come on, that can't be it. But in in the yeah. end, you know, you can you can do so many things by yourself. Yeah, in a very easy way, just like change fifteen minutes in your in your day. That can change your whole life already. It right? can have it can have a big impact. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And yeah. what's what's weird is that somehow you get lost in those new habits and you get lost in, in the life of running from flight to flight, eating unhealthy, uh, not going for a workout because you're tired of, of, of the traveling. Could be anything, but it's so tempting to skip those basic elements. Yes. And, but I think it, it, it's wider than just the music industry, you know, like why yeah we, we know problem. yeah because we know that we have to go to the to the gym to work out because it's healthy but why is 60 of the of the people not doing it there's something in the mind something in the brain uh that makes those things unattractive while everyone knows once you've been you you have a great feeling yeah exactly but i mean same for me i'm in berlin right now Mm -hmm. And you know when I'm when I'm at home in in in, in Mülheim, which is in the midwest of Germany, when I'm there, I'm like the most focused person that I've ever met. How's you know? that? Because what what changes? I have no idea. I have no idea. But but when I'm here, but when I'm home, I go to. I have my routine. I go to CrossFit four times a week. I eat super healthy, uh, and I feel like I could. Um, um, Uh, rip out a big tree every morning when i wake mm. up i i always wake up five minutes prior my alarm clock and i'm just like standing in bed and said okay let's go mm -hmm. you know what i mean and here i'm just like oh i can't you know and then but it's just because um I lost the focus here i'm losing the focus a little bit here you know what i mean so you're you're, you're not doing your everyday routines and you ah, exactly. should, I should I should meditate I, at 9 a.m. I always meditate so since I'm here since a week and I haven't meditated once you know so which which is like I know that it's bad for my body and it's bad for my brain if I don't do that yeah. but why is it that people do it like this why does it happen well the thing that I do know is is that once you break one habit so that's what most people experience when they're on a holiday yeah um if they break a certain pattern so waking up each day at the same time in the same location going for the same coffee machine blah 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 yeah. once you break that habit by simply moving your place into another environment if you already have to get used to the new habit of one thing so the environment it's easier to break other habits at the same time Because, yeah, you're all, too, yeah. because you're already like dealing with this big change, it's, it's easier to, for example, if you want to stop smoking, 
it's better to do it when you're already like just moving uh, with your with your home, for example. If you just moved out of your apartment, yeah. going to a different home, that's kind of the best moment to stop smoking as well. Because in your old place, you might have have had your own your old routines. Yeah, routine. yeah, of course, yeah, yeah. After dinner, I went to the balcony to have a smoke. There is no balcony in a new place, so you need to you need to find a new routine. So that's the best moment for you to to yeah to unlearn to re- things. Yeah, unlearn things and and reroute a new habit, something that works for you instead of blocks you. Yeah, well, I mean, I'm I'm not, I'm not saying that I'm not a very happy person right now <laughs> here in Berlin, but I know that as soon as I'm home, then I'm like, yeah, Eddie, when I'm back home, then you are going to change again, you know. So it's like like angel devil on my shoulder yeah, you know what yeah. i mean yeah. but um um yeah I, I can feel it in my body that it's uh, i don't have to drive wh- i still have drive but i don't have the same drive like when i'm home you know what i mean mm. but you know, you know what that could be what the the first thing the, the first and easiest thing you can do to change a habit is to change the environment yeah because that's the most Easiest thing to do, you know, if you want to stop smoking, don't buy cigarettes. Simple. Easy, easy, Simplest normally. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And if that doesn't seem to work, then you go into the deeper layers of yourself. That, that's yeah. when it becomes hard to change. But the most easiest thing to do is to change your environment. And it sounds like what you did, you moved your place. So you're in a different environment that has an effect on your mindset and on your mood and those kind of things. Yeah, so what what should I do? To come back into that mindset, productive mindset? Yeah. Figure out what it was in your, like Berlin, right? Yeah. Yeah, what it was in Berlin that got you into that mindset. Was it was it your alarm clock, maybe? Something, there is a trigger somewhere that puts you in that mindset. Yeah. I don't know what it is, could be anything. Yeah, I, 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 I need to figure it out. I'm also like doing my, my plan every morning when I wake up. Yeah. So you know, you know that I'm like a very structured person. You I know. know so I know. Oh, it's yeah. bit, but you can, you can tell by just looking through the weeks when I was in Berlin without <laughs> reading it. You can tell when I was in Berlin and when I was at home. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? So and and that is probably something I because that is the first thing that I do at home every morning. Just fill out, make my morning mindset. And, know, and that's just, that's something you don't do when you're in Berlin. No. Then that might be your trigger. Yeah, well, then, come on. Thank you very much. Have a lovely evening. I'm yeah. getting down to business again. Yeah, but maybe that's <laughs> it. You know, If you sit down in the morning and become aware of all the things you want to achieve that day, if, that, if that's something, I can imagine that that's a super positive trigger for you to become a, a more productive person. Yeah. And if that's something you don't do in your new place... I do. I can't. I, I'm not doing a lot of things in my new in the, in the new place here in Berlin. So I'm not going. I'm not able to do CrossFit because CrossFit here is the double price than it is really? at, in Mülheim. Yeah, yeah. They just like don't in, want you it, to become fit or what? I have no idea. But it's like everything here is like so much more pricey, you know. Mm. So um, living is very expensive over here, and then sports is very expensive. So. I mean, thank God there are calisthenics parks. So I know there's, that there's a calisthenics park pretty close. Mm-hmm. So I could go there. Just not close enough. <laughs> close. Well, it's, it's, a, it's a 15 minute run. And then you're 15. there. 15. Ah, okay. No, One, okay. five. I mean, this is a good warm up. Run there, make your thing, and go back. And then you're yeah. like a happy person. Sounds I'll do like that tomorrow good. morning. Tomorrow do- morning, I promise I'll, I'll do it. And do I'll let you. I'll let you know tomorrow if it works. <laughs> yeah, let me know because I think it definitely. Well, not definitely, but I, I. I wouldn't be surprised if that little book is your trigger in the morning. Yeah. Well, hopefully. hopefully. That's what it's built for. That's yeah. Yeah. Exactly. For. Exactly. Exactly. And it's it it did the trick. And and the funny thing is, if I when when there's when there have been weeks where I haven't followed my routine. I've seen my business going slightly dipping, you know, like my efficiency in work. This is interesting. I want to talk about you. I want to talk with you about this because I've been thinking about this as well. I've been running my own business for like, well, artist coaching for almost five years, but I've I've been working for my own for like my fifteen years. Yes. I started thinking about that as well. Like, okay, how much would it impact my business 
if I did not work for a week or two weeks. Yeah. And until this this day, I could not connect like the the small dips to a certain lack of productive or or whatever you know like yeah. it, I, I never could explain why that was a small dip yeah but you clearly say like okay that's because i, I didn't work that much i wasn't focused as much mm. but you that's notice a, that in your revenue yeah <laughs> yeah well in, in the efficiency in in in, in work mode because i you know that i normally get up at 5 30 in the morning mm. go to crossfit i'm home at 7 30 and i already went to crossfit and went out with my dog now it's seven o'clock and I'm just like, oh, I need to get up, you know? So, and that's because my, my time is absolutely organized throughout the day. And now I don't have enough time anymore when I sleep longer and, and when I'm lazy, you know? Mm-hmm. So, and then I'm not the focused person during these hours anymore. So there are in, in those days, there are not these hours like I used to have. Mm. you know and i can't even sense. yeah you know what i mean that so, makes sense and, yeah yeah but, so but and, there's there's one thing i learned over time and that's that you don't need to work a lot of hours to no, be productive no no of course no <laughs> <laughs> actually if you work a lot of yeah. hours i don't think you're really productive that's no I'm, I'm not working I, I used to and most of the people watching are probably and and who want to achieve stuff they're pro- uh, the, you guys who are watching, you're probably, uh, when you're working in the studio and you have a good vibe, you keep walking, you keep walking, even if, when it's the weekend and you walk like, yeah, yeah, 12 hours in the studio, you come out of the studio with square eyes, you know yeah. what I mean? So, um, and, uh, we all, we all have done it. Joe, yep. you have done it as well. Like being in the studio for three days straight with little breaks in between, like yeah. a couple of naps uh, here and there. But um, that that doesn't do it for me anymore. You know, I'm not I'm not in my twenties anymore, so I can't do it. So, uh, um, but I feel now I I have less time, but I'm using that time absolutely wisely. More effective. And, yeah. yeah, very, very effective. And I'm turning off my emails and I'm turning off my phone, mm-hmm. which is like the most crucial thing to do. If you want to work efficiently, uh, put off, turn off your distractions. Yeah. Because that's when you're getting into the zone. Yeah. You know, and, when you... Again, that has something to do with your habit, right? If you, if you notice that you're not being productive... Yeah. Changing your environment, so literally leave your phone outside of the studio or leaving your phone outside of the office, yeah, um, could really help because for most people, not being productive is kind of connected to the phone. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, so here we go. You know, so that's another thing. Um, a lot of people writing me are saying, "Well, I can't, I can't get into." my zone, I can't focus, and somehow I have a writer's block, so it feels like I don't have just, like, uh, one little um, piece of wood in front of my head. I just have mm-hmm. a full forest in front of me, you know what I mean? Yeah. So there's there's no input at all, you know? So, uh, and I think one thing is because they are not getting into that potential inspiration yeah. zone because it's just focus. like it goes like ping ping remember reminder here and then they probably have whatsapp on their studio computer as well so it always blinks up i've actually never used online whatsapp never in no? my life no and mm-hmm. i message as well never yeah i mean it's it's uh, um i i think that's something that would absolutely distract me so I mean, this this phone outside the studio and emails off is a thing that I've just started to do at the beginning of the year, mm-hmm. and it really works. I can imagine. Know? Yeah. And if, yeah. if if you can't focus for the people watching, if you can't really focus and have those feelings as well that you can't get into your own zone, try to uh, try to keep your distractions outside your work zone. If it's if it's um, if it's your phone, if it's emails, if it's 
your mother screaming that you need to bring out the trash or if it's um, children or your dog or whatever. It doesn't matter what it is, you know, but mm. try to, if you're going to work in any field, it doesn't need to be studio, but in anything, you know, so I think it's just if you really want to get into the focus, uh, you should avoid distractions. And that's the easiest thing. That's the easiest first step to do. Yeah, exactly. And I think that that's something that's super valuable to know for every artist, because if there's one big problem these days as an artist, it's yeah. the distractions you have. Because, yeah. as you mentioned, <laughs> if your studio computer has access to the Internet, you're already kind of fucked. Uh, because bef before you know it, you've opened up Firefox. And before you know it, you're on Facebook scrolling, looking at what your niece has done with her dog. And you're like, okay, huh? how did I end up here? Yeah. And the only way to, to, well, not the only way, but the easiest way to, to kill that distraction is just simply plugging out the cable and the Wi-Fi. That's absolutely right. So one of the easiest, one of the things that helped me uh, pretty long time ago, I started putting my phone onto the, if you have an iPhone on the, what's the English version? Like the, the moon? Uh, the no, charging what? station, no, right? No, there's like a moon button. Is it like the evening? Yeah, 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 yeah. of course. I know the, what you mean. The yeah, do yeah. not disturb button. Yeah, yeah. Perfect, you know, because no push melding, push notifications get through. No calls push get melding. through. Yeah, push melding is a push notification. <laughs> the push melding. Yeah, push melding, so yeah. Here we, here we go with Dutch lessons. Exactly. Ex exactly. Except, so that's the good thing, you know. So I, I always do it when I go to sleep. I turn that uh, sleep mode on. I think so, it's the same button, right? It's the, yeah, sleep the moon. mode. Yeah, with the moon. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. that's so, the one um, I have on all the, the whole day. Yeah, so only the emergency contacts can come through. Exactly, and that's like ten people in my life who are yeah. who are able to call. Yeah, um, me as well. You're on it as well. Okay, and, of course I knew it. And if someone calls you twice within five minutes, I believe, then it yeah. gets through as well because most of the time it's an emergency if that happens. So. Yeah. Uh, then it needs to get through. But it saves me so much time because your screen doesn't light up. It doesn't make any sound. You just don't get distracted. Yes. And by doing that, you won't have to leave your phone outside or whatever because it just doesn't ring. Of course. Yeah, yeah that's absolutely right. Um, so I wanted to get a little bit um, into the, um, the artist perspective for the people who are watching. First mm -hmm. of all, I want to... Uh, ask the people who are watching if you have any questions to us, for us just write them down, we are going to answer them in the last 15 minutes of the show but it's good if you can post them now so um, we are happy to answer anything, that's what we're, what we are here for um, so now imagine um, people would probably like to know a little bit more about your business artist coaching, so they mm -hmm. want to know Uh, what does Joy Suke of Artist Coaching NL bring to the table? You know, why should I come and join the gang? You know what I mean? What, what, what do you exactly do? Most of the people don't know about it. Yeah. Well, it's good to realize that I founded the business because of my own struggle. Um, I've been into a burnout. I've been an artist myself and I literally quit my career because I wasn't happy being an artist, um, touring the world just as you did. And I just wasn't happy in that life. And again, that got me to the question, like, how is it possible to live the dream life and still not be happy? How, how is that possible? Yeah. And when I needed treatment because I was mentally ill at that moment uh, it was hard to me to find the right person because nobody like a psychologist it helped but it didn't really help me enough um, and finally I, I visited a coach <coughs> and that person really opened up my eyes but that got me thinking like why isn't there something like an artist coach who is kind of always there like in your career you have a booker and a manager but those people work for you And they're there to make money on your back. But there's no one to really protect you as a person. And I think that became really clear in the whole Avicii story. There was no one outside of his family or something that, that kind of watched him as a person. And that, well, not necessarily guarded him, but 
gave gave him insights on what's going on in his own mind and why he feels what he feels and what he why he does what he does. I'm not sure if he had a coach, by the way, but I just think it's weird that not every artist has one. I actually think it's weird that not every human being has one because we're not built to do this alone. We need no. help from yeah. anyone. Yeah. So that got me thinking, like, why doesn't this exist? And I started Googling, found out that I couldn't really find something that seems similar to that idea. So I thought, you know what, let's just start it off myself. So yeah, I founded Artist Coaching. And right now, five years later, um, we have a company where there's kind of three packages. We focus yeah. on the creative aspect of the, of the artist, the career aspect, and the mental aspect. Yeah, Th Those are the three stages that we believe an artist goes through in his artist journey. It always starts with the creative aspect. You first need to get your music to a good level, to a decent level, right? Yeah. <laughs> that's where it all starts. So that's where we have mentors, uh, which can guide you through that musical process to help you like, hey, have you checked out this or have you checked out that? So um, that's where it starts. Once your music is at a decent enough level, that's where you're going to the career coaching. And that's yeah. where you're going to take a look at, hey, how can you actually start making a living from this? So how can you go from making music to making money from your music? Yeah. And the last aspect is if, you, if all your music has been released um, and your music is starting to perform pretty well on Spotify, for example, or, is it, or if it's been uh, supported a lot and if you get a lot of deals from big record labels, that's when you go into the mental coaching and that's where we will really help you to remain to be uh, mentally balanced and happy in life, but also in your career. So that's where we kind of monitor all the aspects. Like, how are you doing in your, in your business and how are yeah. you doing as a person? Uh, so you kind of go through all, all those three stages and um, we do monthly subscriptions. So every month you come by, have one hour sessions with your coach and... Um, yeah, it's either for growth as in your career or for growth as as a person in your life. It's so, that's that's absolutely amazing. So it's great that something like this is there. I mean, think about it. If we had these background informations ten years ago, mm -hmm. you know, or, or 15, 15 years ago, we would have been, we would be, we have, we would have gone a total different direction. You know, I, as, I wonder as, what I, what I would have changed. You know, I wonder. I, th what I, I think just like I think for me, I would have been way more empath empathic. Mm. You know what I mean? You know what mm. I mean? Like way more helpful, and I would probably have built a, a whole bunch of people around myself instead of doing this elbow thing that everybody at the top is doing or mm -hmm. tries to do, you know? So I think I would have built like a whole family around myself, you know, with mm. like-minded people would have spread the word that, uh, thank God we, we know a lot of people and we've, uh, and our reach is pretty good, mm -hmm. you know? So, uh, I think the time now to spread these, this awareness, <clears throat> it's absolutely essential. And I'm just like, even though it's late, better late than never, you know what I mean? So um, I'm not sure if it's too late, you know? <clears throat> no, it's not too it's, it's too late for, for me as an artist. You know, it's yeah, okay, too, because too late I, for I me. Wonder, as I wonder if <clears throat> right now, you, you what I notice is right now, people are open to think about it because five years ago it was all abracadabra and yes and yes that's, weird so shit that's, that they didn't that's want to so talk true about. that's so true but this right now yeah. yeah right now this generation is kind of the first generation that says like it's completely normal to talk about your mental health and to open up about your insecurities and that's new to me because yeah. 10 years ago talking about your insecurities was kind of not done you know no nah, no nah, you were you were uncool when you when you <laughs> a weakness it was weakness you know well, it was considered to be weakness i can yeah yeah yeah, yeah. exactly yeah. and and now it's it's like um it's honesty and and an open-hearted open mind um like this is what what people need 
You know, mm -hmm. people need to, because there are so many like-minded people out there that facing the same problems that we have faced and, and, yeah. and probably still facing at some point. But this is, you know, sharing is caring. You know yeah. what I mean? And um, you, ca you can see a lot of people who are, who are watching already. Already, I saw a couple of uh, comments yeah. already that people were saying, like, this is, that is what people need to hear, you know? Mm -hmm. And uh, I think working together, and what you said at the beginning, everyone, everyone in this world, not only in the music industry, but everyone in the world needs help at some point, you know? Yeah. Uh, you, there, there, you come to the point where you're feeling down or uh, where you're simply stuck with something. You need some people that will help you get on your feet again and march on, you know? It's simply too complicated. Life is too complicated to understand. It is, it is. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And that's why you need... Yeah. Uh, you need people to... to. It's... Yeah, how can I say it? It's... Um, it's not a weakness to ask for help, you know? I think it's a strength. It's 100%. It's, it's just being, being straightforward. I'm, I'm saying that I've been in, the, in, in big gaps and I've, I've, I've felt depressed and stuff like that. And I was mm -hmm. lost. I was so lost. Um, but uh, thank God to things like coaching, actually. Coaching brought me back to life. Mm -hmm. Although I, I taught it myself, I didn't have a life coach at the beginning, you know, um, I was just like listening to one podcast of a million podcasts out there that are about <laughs> mindset. And I've just picked the one that flicked the switch, Yeah, you know, and that's what people need. They need to get someone to flick their switch. And that's something that you offer. Mm -hmm. with uh with artist coaching as well in terms of mindset and that's i think that's something that we can offer as well not in terms of life coaching but in terms of the helping hand i think you what, what you I mean? do is 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 the same but just on another on another aspect as in you do it on a creative aspect so yes where yeah. we need to needed to figure out the music process the music production process all by ourselves or by reading books or whatever, because YouTube tutorials didn't really exist when we started. Mm -hmm. um, but having access to someone who has gone through it himself, who has all, all that knowledge, who has all that experience, and having the access to tap into the mind of that person, to me, is the most valuable thing you would ever get yeah. in life. Yeah, 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 yeah. totally. So, if, if it's on the creative level, if it's on the career level or on the mental level, it doesn't matter. If you, are, if you have the option to tap into someone's mind and to have access to someone who has been like 10 years ahead of you, <coughs> having a mentor is kind of the best thing in life you can get. Yeah. You, that's, yeah. Why, that's why in most cases, grandparents work so well for people because they have the experience. They've been yeah, through it all. True. That's true. That's true. If, if yeah. you want to talk about relationships problems, talk with your grandparents. They've been through it. You know, uh, yeah. they've 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 had it all. Like name something. They've they've lived it. And I believe that that's the function of a mentor as well. Like aside from all the 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 practical tips, the things like how does a compressor work? Sure, that's something you can find <laughs> yeah, on the yeah. internet. Yeah, don't don't call us for that. But. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you know that's that's how I how I think. But yeah, yeah. Where I do think is the value is, hey, I've got this arrangement, but why doesn't it work on the dance floor? There's like these subtle little things that we know because we've seen a thousand dance floors with so many different audiences, yeah. and that's not something you can get from a textbook. That that's something no. you only get from the experience. One hundred percent. And I believe that that's the value a coach can bring or a mentor as, as you might call it. I don't know what people call it, but uh, having a mentor or having a coach on your creative level, on your career level or the mental level, it's always valuable in my opinion. Yeah. And that's, that's exactly what, um, what I had in mind when I started this company, you know, that's why I said that's our key quote is making music for artists by artists. Mm -hmm. Because we are the artists that have been there 10 years ago, yeah. the last 25 years, because we've seen the stages. We know what 
little clicks and little switches yeah. work. You know, there, there are millions. It's the nuances. It's the yeah, super exactly. little details. And the experience, of course, you know. Yeah. So, and like you said, I think it's just essential. And it's, 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 that's what makes, makes the businesses unique because yeah. it's someone people probably have looked up to in the past, you know. And um, I mean, for, for, for me, for example, the initial contact when people do the cold contact, the thing is, I always jump on the phone with the people. Mm -hmm. The first thing that I'll do, send us your phone number. Let's talk about it and let's see how we can help and how we can be of service, yeah. you know. Yeah. what we can do to help you. And most of the time, directly after these phone calls, I get like text messages again or an email that pe that people say, I'm so unbelievably motivated now to go ahead. You just like, you flick the switch, mm -hmm. you know? That's all you need. And yeah, that's all you need. And I mean, the, um, and uh, I, I'm just happy that I can do that. And that brings me, brings me as much as having a full bank account you know it's it's mm. it's like it's the 50 50 thing you know it's like of course you have to earn money to 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 for, to for a living you know but on the other hand it fills my heart with absolute joy and happiness uh being able to help people exactly. getting one step closer to their dream you know exactly and that's that's the difference you just mentioned with you in the past like when you when you were touring that much at that time money was your drive was the yes. main the main yeah. essence of why you were working your ass off right now with every person on the planet money is important because we all need to buy food and have a roof above our head and blah blah, blah. we have to pay our bills but it shouldn't be the drive of everything you 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 need to find a balance between the salary that you get but also the uh what's the right word like the the fulfillment that you get from doing what you do and the thing you just mentioned is the fulfillment like hanging up with that person getting a message that they're, that they that they flipped the switch that's part of the fulfillment and of course it's nice if you make some money on that but only the money and taking out the fulfillment would probably not do the work no, do, no. do the fun for you i would get numb exactly exactly you know? i would yeah. get numb and it's just uh, we had dozens of of clients already and uh yeah it's just uh, the these people who have worked with us once always came back which is That's a great a sign <laughs> and most of the people that are coming back are so unbelievable thankful you know mm -hmm. they they know they've paid money and they've probably have been grinding teeth at the beginning if they can afford it But mm -hmm. then afterwards, there was just like a 100% rate that people said, well, this was worth every single penny. Yeah. You know, so um, and bec because it's not just one job you get, it's something you learn for life. You know, mm -hmm. you because the, the things that that we help people with, for example, is something they learn with it. It's kind of a coaching, a musical coaching as well. And it also like giving them the positivity uh, and the confidence mm -hmm. in their music and in their skill. Um, that, you know, that is, that is something that money can't buy. True. Super you know? cliche, but it's true. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's, that's yeah. super cliche. I know. Yeah. But I mean, this though people always like to overcomplicate things, but in terms of, <laughs> mindset and stuff that is something it's it's there it's no guru stuff you know what i mean it's like you can mm. put yourself in into a good mindset without doing a lot of work exactly and the, the thing what i noticed and i just noticed that recently is that over the last couple of years i've started reading a lot um about the self-help books or whatever i just became super eager to learn in the last couple of years. So yes. reading books or actually listening books was, was a big part of that. What I noticed is that once you start diving into that world of self-help books and you start reading like five or 10 of those books, you see a pattern as in all those books kind of say the same thing yes but in, in different yes, words exactly. yeah yeah and exactly. if, if you can nail down those maybe it's five things i don't know out of my head but maybe it's like five things that all those books write about if you write down those five topics for yourself and say like okay 
this seems to be like the 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 blueprint to uh unbalanced and happy life try to figure out if you can do it by yourself because of course a coach can be really helpful and i think what why a coach could be helpful is because they dare you to think about things that you don't want to think about or maybe haven't thought about um so that's where talking to someone else could be valuable but you can do so much things just by yourself yeah. and that's Again. that's the weird thing to me the other things you also mentioned the podcast listening to podcasts can already flip the switch for some people it did for me and it's free yeah. it's out there you can listen to all those things so <laughs> It's not yeah. like you, you have to pay money to go to a coach to become happy. No, there's all those other resources out there that you can uh, go to and just yeah. do it yourself. That's already the first step you can take. And then if you don't, if you still not find your way out and you've tried all those things, then you can go to, to a coach, for example. Yes. Um, but I, I, agree. I, was just, I was just amazed by the fact like, wow, if you read all these books they kind of say the same thing. It like, does. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And that's, well, one, that's, th one thing mm -hmm. that is one thing that I've realized in terms of um, what they all say, what they had in common was always um, when your mind plays your, you the trick of falling into being in a bad mood. You mm -hmm. know. That, Could you explain I mean, that? Yeah, well, I mean, you, you you know that sometimes you are just like feeling absolutely sad. You're feeling grumpy and um, um, uh, and you don't feel fulfilled. You you probably cry a couple of tears or something like that. Mm. It's actually nothing. Most of the time, it's nothing from the surrounding that does that to you. You know, not, everything yeah. around you it it didn't change over the last two three hours. You it's know, you. it's it's still the same. It's yeah. you that makes yeah. these thoughts occur, yeah. you know, and you, you are, if you can make those thoughts occur, you can turn them around as well. But that's a thing yeah. because you've learned people with depression learned to be depressed and yeah. having bad thoughts. And that's something you have to break the habit to become a new you. You know, this is something where you have really have to be like a, a ninja to yeah. to be aware. That's the thing. You have to be aware that these bad yeah. thoughts are rushing in. I think that that's the biggest challenge. One hundred percent. Well, to me, the biggest one of the biggest mind fucks was that the moment when I when I realized my thoughts are not necessarily who I am, and that's why that's I was true. like. What the <laughs> fuck? It's like, yeah. what are you telling yeah. me? You know, like, okay. And then everything started to 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 make sense. Like, ah, okay. So when I feel bad, it's not necessarily the world that that caused me to feel bad. Yeah, it, it's, it's my thoughts it's my, who told it's me my that. Brain. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. And one of the things that I always find intriguing is um, Mandela, the um, Nelson Mandela. You know. Yeah, yeah of course. He, he had this legendary sentence where he said, like, I haven't, uh, you can lock up my body, but you can't lock me up. As in, mm -hmm. in his mind, if, he, if, you, if you think about uh, that you are on a beach, you can literally experience the heat and it's, that's how powerful that's, your brain that's is. That's exactly it. That's exactly yeah, it. That's how powerful that's, your brain is. And that's yeah. what Mandela told, like, you can lock up my body, but you can't lock me up in my brain, yeah. you know, like, I'm yeah. still free in my head. That's that's the thing. The body can't tell the difference exactly. if it's something from the outer world or from your mind. Exactly. You, know, you can actually make your body feel the same thing if as if you would experience it physically. Exactly. You yeah. Know? And that's, that's and that's, that's and that's what people say. This is fucked up, man. Yeah. You know. But it's absolutely true. Listen. You know, that's what have, music have, does. Yeah, exactly. That's what music does. If yeah. if some people, uh, if you have listened to, if you went to a festival and if you you've heard a certain song on a festival, and then two months later you listen to that song again, you yeah. get that same emotion, yeah, the same rush. That's actually that's what we call an anchor in yeah. in in psychology NLP. Uh, one an second, anchor. one second, one second. It's, it's a live stream ending. It's it's ending. Twenty seconds and we are gone. Let's, Why is it ending? Let's because it's just always sixty minutes and then it cuts off. Really? 
Oh, yeah, okay. it's stupid, isn't it? But do so, we lose all the questions? Yeah, well, then if the people are still watching, they should ask the questions again. We'll be back in five <laughs> seconds, okay? Yeah. Okay? Okay, bye. Hey everyone, what's up? It's me, Joey Suki, and thanks for listening to this podcast episode. I would really appreciate it if you would subscribe on this podcast on iTunes or just share it with your friends who you think it could be valuable to. So thanks again for listening and see you next time.